0: Three, two, one, and we are back. And today is a very special podcast um, because this podcast is like every podcast, but more so today, all about you, our dear listener.
1: That's right. So thank you. And we are amazingly blessed to have you in our lives. Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Training and Coaching School, otherwise known as this podcast you're listening to now continues to rock the podcast charts because of you. And today's show is all about you, our coaching clients, podcast listeners, YouTube subscribers. This podcast has become one of the, if not the number one podcast for realtors and other real estate professionals in the United States. We have incredible results. This show has millions of downloads and listens every single month. And keep in mind that there are about 1.6 million realtors in the United States and millions choose to download and listen to this show daily. Ready for a really amazing number? This show has had over 20 million downloads.
0: And by the way, that 20 million number was from last year in August.
1: 20 million plus downloads. <laughs> exactly, 20
0: million <laughs> plus downloads. Yeah. But here's the funny thing. I always love looking to see where the listeners come from. And we're going to be reading you guys some uh, listener uh Feedback. Uh, and obviously, there's going to be some embedded questions too that we're going to address. But really, our focus on today's show is to thank all of you and thank all of you as gratuitously as we can on a podcast. <laughs> exactly. But so here are the top 10 countries where we get uh, most of our downloads. Number one is the United States. Number two is Canada. Nobody should be surprised there. And going on down the list, Julie, you can just rattle off these names.
1: Sure. We have France, the UK, Slovakia, New Zealand, Israel, Australia, Uganda, and Belgium. Those are just the top 10. And I also want to give a special shout out to all of our service members because we know Mm -hmm. you're listening as well. Many of you are in Guam. We have coaching clients in Guam, for example, but you're all over the world, whether you're forward deployed or you're a reservist, our hearts go out to you and thank you for your service. We
0: have a lot of podcast listeners in countries, and this makes sense, where real estate is done in a similar fashion as done in the United States. I don't know if you guys knew this, but in some countries, believe it or not, you don't need a real estate license. And there is no cooperative commission structure, and there really is not much of a structure to residential real estate sales whatsoever. Uh, But we have a lot of listeners in countries where I'll say there's organized real estate. I don't know about Slovakia, to be honest with you. I'm
1: not sure. I'd have to look that up and (laughs) see how that actually operates. But I know
0: we have lots of clients, as you said, in Australia, especially in in Israel. Um, Yeah. And also, that list also mirrors where we have a lot of people in our EXP Realty group as well. So we have a lot of people that are podcast listeners and coaching clients and join EXP Realty with our group and vice versa as well. So for all of you, we want to give you sincere thanks and Now what we're going to do is we're going to share with you some of the most recent, I say the last maybe day or two, uh, comments and just different things we picked up from the ether. And if you guys want to send us a comment, a question, uh, listener feedback, or really any suggestions for uh, shows, we always read those and comment and respond back. And we do it personally. Mm -hmm. I'm always shocked some of you guys think we delegate the most important stuff. which Or turn it into a bot, which we're not. (laughs) Exactly. I've had people so many times text me and then think it was a bot and they're like trying to mess with a bot you know sometimes when you're messing <laughs> with a customer service bot and so I'll just play back and <laughs> know you know, play that. back with them you know but anyway yeah so that's how bored I am sometimes I guess uh, yes but proof it,
1: that it's for real too. It's
0: right if you want to message us you can do it over on Instagram obviously it's at Tim and Julie Harris and while you're over there check out some of our um, personal family pictures some of you guys seem to really appreciate those and you can also text us directly at 512-758-0206 that is my private cell phone number 512-758-0206. And again, we're looking for any listener feedback, shows, things where maybe you didn't weren't in complete agreement, or maybe things where you didn't completely understand the point we are trying to make. Any sorts of clarity moments that you're needing, do ask us and we will help you. Again, you can text me at 512-758-0206 or just message us on Instagram. So, Julie, we received quite a few really nice notes on a regular basis. Uh, most of them are just like five or six words. <laughs> yes. and so what I did is I um, chose this morning a few comments recently where people took the time to kind of write in long form. Mm-hmm. And so those are some of those that we're going to read to you right now. And then again, a lot of questions embedded into these comments that we're also going to address.
1: All right. So feel free to jump in and interrupt if you'd like to add commentary. And there's lots of emojis in, in here. So it might be a little bit clunky, but he- thank you to all of you. <laughs> (laughs) In advance, and shout outs to all of you. Here's the first one from Charles Foy III, that's F-O-Y, for those of you who want to send him referrals. Hi, you two. My name is Charles, and I am new, eight months in, realtor in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area. I'm grateful to have met you when I did, even though I spent stupid money on buyer leads. Ugh, you don't know what you don't know. I started my premier coaching and will be talking to my wife tonight to see about the further investment into our future as realtor with your help. I have a full-time job, so working my business at night and on the weekends, primarily, as I'm still in pursuit of my first sale or rental. I just wanted to say hi and thank you for your honest, straight talk. I am sold on expireds and for sale by owners. I just need those contacts and scripts. LOL. Thanks for the resources, too. All the best, Charles Foy III.
0: Now, I followed up with him, and this was his response. I just basically thanked him for the nice letter and asked his permission to read it on the um, podcast today. And so this was his response.
1: As his follow-up response was, told my wife last night, I wish I met you all before I took the test so that when I got my license, took the exam once, I would have gone straight into being coached by Tim and Julie Harris Coaching. I would have not followed everyone else thinking that marketing and branding were important to me as a new realtor. I would have saved so much money and time. At this point, I would have broken my million-dollar GCI goal by now too, LOL. I did have a question. How do I sell a home that didn't get sold, in other words, an expired? Expireds and for sale by owners will be my first two spokes followed by sphere of influence.
0: Now we have, I would say 50% agents in our coaching program that have been in the business for less than probably 36 months and the rest are in the business obviously for longer. And I would say probably 20% have been in the business for more than 10 years. So statistically, that's how it works out. So I wanted this particular Charles to be highlighted because frankly, it's a really nice classy uh, letter he wrote to us or, you know, message this was from Instagram, but also the secondary issue with regards to him having been um, sold into marketing and branding. And you also heard him mention the buying of the leads. And I and I really do sincerely hope you guys understand that we are certainly not against marketing and branding, and even in some cases paying referral fees for viable leads. I mean, all those things have a place in the business, but as Charles has learned, and it sounds like the expensive and hard way, that you will have those passive lead generators as something that you may or may not do after you've learned how to proactively lead generate. And that thus the, you know, essentially the learning that he's, or I would say the, um, the painful, more expensive using his words, mm-hmm. uh, you know, path to the discovery that really the smart way to move forward, especially in an economy and a real estate market like this is buying a, a, being a proactive lead generator. So I did answer his question with regards to, uh, expires and Fisbos, but really at the end of the day, um, Charles, the expireds are, if you have to choose between expireds and Fisbos, if you want to choose, here's what my suggestion would be. If I were coaching you personally, this is what I'd tell you to do. Focus on the expireds first. And the reason I'd have you focus on the expireds first is because you know a whole bunch about them. And so the problem with most FISBOs or the challenge you're gonna have with a lot of FISBOs is correctly pricing it. And FISBOs are gonna wanna sometimes be a little bit more I'd say, uh, I'm not going to say combative, but... Maybe more a resistive. T- right. Now, what do we know about an expired? We know what the price isn't.
1: <laughs> we also know that they're willing to list, which right. makes them a little bit, I would say, slightly easier than the for sale by owner.
0: We know, based, and again, uh, uh, that we know they're willing to pay a commission. So there's a lot less... Uh, a lot fewer, I would say, challenges when a listing an expired. But the other thing that's nice about an expired is the challenge a lot of listing agents have right now, a lot of sellers have, is accepting the new reality of the new market. And we've been talking about this, obviously, for this entire year into even last year, that this is the most challenging part in any real estate market because we all have to cross this sort of rickety old bridge. I Hopefully, long-time listeners will remember that analogy. And if you don't, here it is. Basically, we're all on this long sort of Indiana Jones rope bridge where every fourth, you know, a bug infested plank of wood um, you know might fall out and then you might end up falling you know a thousand uh, stories to your you know death hanging the, over the
1: chasm you, with you guys, rushing
0: water beneath that's right so you're being very careful and god forbid the actual rope itself is rotten you guys get the point well that is the type of market that we're in right now in that we're transitioning so the market that you you're already on this bridge and you can't go back right but the market you left was the market that left you about a year and a half ago, and the new market is way ahead. Now this damn rope bridge, of course, like you know Indiana Jones, is super long, and you can and there's like dense fog, and maybe there's some foliage covering the other end of the bridge. Uh, I don't know. This I'm really. It's getting, also windy. Uh, it's that's right. Did I mention the pterodactyls? Oh, yeah, and
1: there could be hail. <laughs>
0: Uh, So you can't see the other side of the bridge. And so you're maybe 20% onto this bridge. You know you can't go back. And, And what a lot of you do is you look for shortcuts to go forward. And that's what Charles did. And I say this with love, Charles, but people look for shortcuts. They think, and and again, people selling you guys shortcuts or shiny objects know that you're looking for shortcuts and shiny objects. So they're just going to sell you shortcuts and shiny objects. Whether it actually works or not doesn't really matter because they know most of you won't be in the business for maybe 24 months. Then the failure rate is off the hook, right? What, 90 some percent of agents fail out of the business within Mm -hmm. 24 months. Well, so if you're selling somebody a shiny object, I got an email yesterday That absolutely (laughs) made me laugh and cry at the same time. And this was from a major real estate trainer, coach, guru that all of you guys. All right. So the the subject line was, uh, do you want to be a YouTube star? How batshit crazy is that (laughs) to have as a focus point in this market? It just doesn't even make sense, but you see what that person's trying to do. They're trying to sell to your ego. Mm-hmm. They're trying to essentially sell to you uh, to the idea that you don't have to do what you don't want to do and you don't want to do it at the highest level. They're trying to appeal to your lowest com- your personal lowest common denominator of meaning of needing recognition. They're trying to basically make it so that you're not focused on long-term success and long-term income. We're trying to do the exact opposite. We want you guys to build long-term, sustainable businesses. So back to your question, Charles. Yes, expireds would be definitely the first thing I would coach mm-hmm. you to or, uh, to, voc- uh, to work on. But simultaneously, and this is not an either or, or so your answer, Charles, is expireds. Uh, But also make sure you're building your center of influence and past client list, which I'm sure is what Julie was going to say.
1: Well, yes. And, And his last question was, how do I sell a home that didn't get sold by somebody else? And he's involved in Premier Coaching. In Premier Coaching, there's something called the listing evaluation. Right. It's a tool that you can use to assess... Going into a new listing, whether that was an expired for somebody else or a fresh one for you, or maybe a price reduction is needed, how do you sell something that didn't sell the first time around, or maybe is sitting on the market for you? Well, we have those tools to help you out along with a multitude of scripts and coaching to help support you so that you are the listing agent when it actually sells, which is the point of being a listing agent.
0: And Charles, this is something I'm just, uh, I feel I don't have any proof of it, but I think I'm right. Anybody who takes the time to show overt gratitude and write such a nice message to somebody, a stranger basically, because you know we don't know personally know Charles, but we do now, right? But anybody like Charles who takes the time to show overt gratitude like that probably has been doing so his entire life and probably has a long list of people that would happily do a transaction. So Charles 100%. Foy, new agent. You have a very robust center of influence and past, well, not past clients, but center of influence list that you might not uh, realize will do transactions with you. But because of your nature, they probably would be happy to do a deal with you even though you're new. So don't let your newness uh, make you think that they won't transact with you because they probably already know and love and trust you. And that's 99% of the game when when you're trying to win at real estate, right? And again, we have lots of information on Premier Coaching about how to build your center of influence and past clients list. Oh, and by the way, we are not advocates of you spending money on tchotchkes. Now I know around the holidays, it's fun to drop off wrapping paper and things like that. Well, that's fine because you can buy wrapping paper rolls at like the dollar store for like
1: like 10 cents.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But the idea that you're going, we want you to have direct, our words will always be the same, proactive communication with everybody. Uh, you know, all your centers of influence and past clients expired. The more the world goes to passive communication, the more powerful, uh, proactive, direct communication will be because you'll have less competition. Do you guys understand that? How many people actually try to convert uh, converse with you? Everyone tries to digitally converse with you, right? Everyone tries to message you or they try to mail you or they try to, you know, somehow lure you into their whatever from some sort of digital marketing and advertising so if you become the person that's really effective at in-person or over the phone direct voice to voice or you know person to person contact you are going to win at such a level that you won't even understand why you're so effective the reason is is because digital communication if you think of in terms of um Oh, I always gonna say evolution, but I'll just say evolution so you guys understand. The, you know, in the ascent of man, let's say, digital forms of communication have been around for basically like no time at all. A blink. A blink. Not even a blink, like a milliblink, right? So humans have been conversing with each other person to person forever. And then for a very short period of time, we've been doing so digitally. Now, nerdy, right? So why is all this matter to you? Because we're all hardwired to uh essentially interpret communication to hire people to choose our leaders to you know all that from actually listening to people so if you want to know how to have an advantage it's not through text it's not through email it's not through even direct mail it's through conversations and getting in front of more people and in a market like this where the market's going in a direction that's challenging a lot of sellers a lot of people in the economy uh you know overall and certainly a lot of real estate practitioners that is your unfair advantage. So Charles, hopefully you've internalized all that. And again, thank you for taking the time to write such a nice note. All right, Juliet let's move on yes. to the next one.
1: All right, the next one, which I think is probably from Instagram too. I don't have a name attached to this one. Mm, I, I forgot. believe that's okay. Uh, who writes I've learned an enormous amount from this book that's referring to the Harris Rules book which you can get on Amazon and all of the great booksellers including at the airport and wherever you might find books
0: which by the way always yes. is hilarious which is
1: great first for for you
0: and I Julie and I every time we're waiting in an airport we always go to the, their little bookstore and look for our book and it's always funny where they put the book especially if they don't what have a next lo- to yeah <laughs> I mean we find we found the book next, what was the, last, the funniest one was um,
1: Crypto Dad I
0: Crypto think. Dad that's yeah. right that was in Orange County uh, right
1: that's the same category, but okay. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, yes. And we also have it on Audible. And I have to say, we are not the ones reading the Audible, but we personally chose the narrator and we're very happy with how that came out. So if you're an Audible person, you can get that on Amazon as well. So that's the Harris Rules book. I've learned an enormous amount from this book and your podcast, and also the premier coaching program. I've learned so much about business, life, financials, et cetera, and it's really made a big difference. So thank you for all the work that you've done, putting everything together and providing a tremendous amount of value to so many people. I notice I've made better life and investment decisions, and I have even started to say some of the same stuff y'all would. Thanks. Without y'all, I would have been a very lost and sad agent.
0: Uh, I think if I remember correctly, this was a gentleman that sent this one as well. And I apologize for not having your name in my notes. I will uh, write that wrong uh, tomorrow. But yeah, I mean, there you go. That's somebody else. These types of messages don't take a long time to write. I'm hoping, uh, and Julie and I are hoping that this inspires you um, to overtly show appreciation to the people, especially this time of year, to people Mm -hmm. who've had an impact on your life. Even in small, like for example, let's say there's an agent in your marketplace that you don't even know, that you've never even done a deal with, but that agent you've kind of looked up to, maybe you don't even want to admit you've looked up to him. Maybe this person is just whatever. There's some kind of leader in your marketplace. You need to send them a note and just say, listen, hey, Bob, this is you know Tim and Julie Harris. I just wanted to personally thank you for you know essentially the leadership you provided in the community, whether you know it or not. A lot of us really look up to you. Mm-hmm. Something like that. You guys get it? I promise you when you are submitting an offer on one of Bob's listings, Bob is going to remember you and you just might have an advantage from doing so. But even if you never get a direct advantage uh, from that, it's just the right thing to do. When people help you, even if they do it indirectly, always show appreciation. Now, here's the magic thing that shows it when you're in the appreciation mode. Same thing that happens when you're in the gratitude mode. You feel better. You become the person that you want to be. Your something again, Julie and I have (laughs) spent too much time talking about this and trying to figure it out. There's something again, that's innate in all of us that we're in, we're in our state of gratitude or appreciation, kind of the same thing, same vibe, right? We, all of a sudden, everyone doesn't feel anxious, don't feel stressed. You're less susceptible to some of the doom and gloom, you know, doom scrolling and all the, you know, all the nasty stuff that's out there, especially in a time of where people are a little bit nervous about the economy or a lot nervous in a lot of cases, right? So when you're showing overt gratitude and you're showing overt appreciation for other people, and again, even if you personally don't feel actually, let me add it to that. If you personally want gratitude and appreciation, and that's the reason, like you're saying, well, why should I show gratitude and appreciation towards other people? No one's showing it towards me. Well, they're not showing it towards you or you're not receiving it because you're not giving it. And I, again, don't understand that's th- how it works that way, but it does. So if you have people in your life and all of you do that you're blessed to have in your life, you need to say thank you. And you need to do it in an overt way because it will make you feel better. It will make you feel more optimistic. Optimistic isn't even the right word. It will make you feel more connected to the person that you want to be. And I think – I mean – I don't. I hate woo woo personally, but I'm <laughs> yes. in a spiritual way. It sure. really does. There's something about it that elevates your mindset and your approach to other people when you're keeping yourself in a state of being uh, in a gratitude and appreciation. And you have to do it overtly, and then over time, you're going to find when you are routinely showing mm-hmm. gratitude and appreciation towards other people, it really does start to hardwire your approach to life in general, and people yeah. can feel it.
1: Absolutely, I one thousand percent agree, and I think that due to the two plus COVID years, a lot of people kind of got away from that. And I think part of why it is so impactful now, I think it always has been, but especially as we're getting back to resonating with each other and feeling connected, there is absolutely a human need to feel connected and appreciated and appreciative of each other in terms of just human to human contact. And that's really critical. So one of the things you guys can be doing is go to your, as you lovingly call it, your database. That sounds pretty unfamiliar, right? But your past clients, your center of influence, your friends, your family, your neighbors, and go through that list and just, you know, send thank you cards. Thank you. Thank them overtly if they run a business. Go to you know reviews and give them a real review. All of you are starving for reviews all the time. It's one of the questions the coaches get: is How do I get more reviews? Give more reviews. You'll be surprised; they'll do it right back to you almost well, instantly.
0: We received uh, a note, and I know she's a regular listener. Actually, I think her husband's a regular listener, mm-hmm. and it was so sweet. And it was on Instagram again. And she was actually her. It was I remember it now. I can see the words, but she was asking us to send her. A autograph signed uh, Harris oh, Rules great. book mm-hmm. as a surprise for her husband, who's a real estate agent, who's a big fan of this podcast and is a coaching client. Um, And he didn't, obviously it's going to be a a present and she doesn't, he didn't know that the whole thing. So she sends us this little note and I can kind of sense that she didn't expect us to reply. Not only did we reply, but we of course sent her the book and of course we signed it and we sent it back. But I also
1: sent them a journal as a bonus. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah.
0: But no, I'm not encouraging all of you just to, you know, basically (laughs) ask for free books. But this one, at this moment in particular, we're actually sending out some books. We're running a little promotion right now or contest. I think you guys have probably seen it. Where I, I don't remember the rules, but basically we are giving away 20 signed uh, autograph books, uh, copies of you know, Harris Rules. Those books, by the way, do cost us money, just for the record. <laughs> we're not getting those they for free. They don't just materialize. We're, we're not just hoarding those. Sometimes you guys message us and say, can I get my free book? What free book? Harris Rules? No, that is a book that costs us money. It's on real we're, paper stuff. <laughs> we, when we want to give you guys a book, we go to Amazon and we buy them. Yeah. And here's the problem. I'll tell you guys this is funny. Amazon knows that we buy books every quarter, not that many, we might buy like 50 or whatever. Uh, but Amazon knows that we're going to buy them anyway. So whatever the you know spectrum from lo- lowest price to most expensive price is, they always tag us to the most expensive price. So you guys might be able to buy Harris Rules for like 10 bucks, But every time Julie and I buy Harris Rules, it's like $18 each. <laughs>
1: right. Because they, do- <laughs> they figure it's so popular and we're ordering in quantity. We might as well pay more, I guess. Well, they
0: do variable pricing, right? Yeah. I don't know if you guys knew this, but when you go and buy airline tickets, airline tickets, hotel rooms, even uh, there's this big hubbub about um, – um, you know uh, what what ticket master yeah, yeah, ticket master, all these all, what all these it's called uh, I, I forget what the actual term it's like is
1: fluid pricing, but it's, it's a different it's term.
0: variable pricing variable. or something, right. Yeah. Well, Amazon does the same thing. Matter of fact, I think Amazon kind of created the space. So Amazon has a profile on you, and if they know you are this, you know, you spend this much, and this is your, you're going to be paying more than someone just showed up for the first time.
1: (laughs) It's It's ironic, isn't it? It is
0: funny. You might be getting free shipping, but no, we'll find a way. Yeah. So, so again, I mean, you know, whatever we can do to support you guys. Listen, what we're trying to do, what we are, I think, successfully doing is we're creating a community that all of you can be members of. And uh, no matter what happens in the economy, no matter what happens, just politics, no matter what happens in the housing market, You guys are around like-minded people who are are very, very, you know, really overtly supportive of each other. If you're wanting to be associated with people who, look, we acknowledge and we have sympathy for what's going on in the world, but we are choosing to move forward. And we know, all of us know, that our highest and best purpose on this planet is being of service to other people. And we're not going to be of much service to other people if we're essentially, you know, uh, wallowing in the drama. The only way for all of us to be service to other people is if we keep moving forward, we stay in in tune with what our highest and truest purpose is, which I just mentioned, and then have the skill set to back it up. And a lot of you guys totally get that. And it's obvious when you go to our daily premier coaching um, sessions, when you're reading the comments and you're reading how supportive, you know, a new agent will pop in or a seasoned agent will pop in and people will start celebrating their victories together. And Julie and I will go in there and and read and and participate. And it's so incredible to see so many of you guys being so supportive of uh, people. It's just, it's heartwarming, honestly. It's absolutely it's you and I are obviously creating something that we are, we're incredibly proud of it. And this goes back to the premise of today's podcast We're massively appreciative of what you guys have allowed for us to do, which is live our life's mission, which is being of service to all of you. We're doing that because you allow us. That's really, I mean, I don't know how else to say it, but that's the truth. We've earned the right to be of service to all of you guys, and we sincerely appreciate it. So here's another comment, and this one was from our members-only page.
1: Yes, this is from Courtney Shantz, who writes, Harris Rules, again, that's the book, the podcast, and the accountability form, which is found in Premier Coaching, My Harris and my Harris coach helped me sell $3 million in my first six months in real estate in a market that I was not from and continues to give. I wouldn't be where I am, I don't believe, without the help. I had a license to get sued and nothing else. Thank you for showing me the way and helping me achieve my multi-million dollar goals every year, because Courtney's been with us for a while. Congratulations to you. You deserve five stars. Well, think and about you that. You do as well, Courtney. So yes. thank you for, you know, what's what these three comments, and we have so many more, we need to be doing this more. We might be starting to do more I on Fridays. do it Fridays. every Friday, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, we could go on and on. But one of the things that these three that we highlighted today have in common is that they didn't just get the book, didn't just listen to the podcast, didn't just become premier coaching members. They actually took action on what they're learning and got results, in many cases nearly immediately, because they took action. They didn't just say, hey, you know, that was an interesting podcaster. That was a great read. Uh, I liked listening to that audible. You guys took action, so kudos to you.
0: Well, it's learning while you earn, right? Or earning, earning while, while you, you learn. learn, right? Yeah. That's really what we're focusing on. We don't want you guys to sign up for coaching and then just, I'm going to get to work and you know do what I don't want to do and I don't want to do it at the highest level. After I've been in coaching for six months and I've learned everything, you're never going to learn you know, everything. The
1: market uh, will just change on you. The rules right. will just change on you. The l- lending, will, everything changes all the time. You'll never know, uh, you know everything you can about real estate. I tell coaching stories about that all the time when I, you know, we were doing all of our hundred plus deals per year for nearly a decade. Well, let's take a half step back, yeah. right? Uh, I mean, it, I, th- I thought, oh, I, I have to have seen everything, This, is, <laughs> especially a lot of that was before we had a lot of transaction coordinators. So you were doing, you were in the weeds, right? And then one day, I'll never forget this. I, we had somebody that, uh, it was a relocation deal. Our seller left town. It wasn't a round table closing. Somebody else's buyer moved into one of our listings and they said, Your seller took the carpet. Do you remember this? I totally do. And I remember sitting at my desk thinking, I I don't have a script for that. Like, who? This was not like a nice old house where you take the carpet and expose the hardwood floors. This was like a three-year-old house. That had decent-looking carpet. I mean, the, the Dude, listing it was, sold. It
0: was builder-grade carpet. It wasn't uh, even great. I
1: know exactly. But, but who takes the carpet? But think
0: about the and guys. This was not carpet where you pull the carpet up and there's nice hardwood floors. It's
1: plywood. This
0: plywood. It, you know, it's and not, carpet tax. Well, not plywood, but yeah, exactly. And, and carpet. So he, <laughs> this guy thought, well, wasn't in the contract.
1: Well, when I called him because it took me a while to like, I didn't know what to say, and and he said, well, they didn't say I couldn't. And I said, well, they didn't say you couldn't take – the contract didn't say you couldn't take the furnace, but you left that.
0: Well, but the you know? pot, the, his issue was, uh, first of all, he had a lousy listing agent. Second of all, they didn't – second of all, yeah. he didn't read uh, the contract to realize that the fact is – I mean, we we're on the buyer side of that one. I, he didn't was, read the yeah. contract to realize the fact is that the uh, – you know, anything that's bolted to the house, you know, all these types yeah. of things. Well,
1: and in fact, in fact, the rest of the story – because we tend to forget, you know, the rest of the story. The carpet ha- was getting restretched. Or there was like this continuing saga of what was going on. And, but the reason that I share that story, and we have many others. I remember one time somebody had to move their pet graveyard as part of the contract. Yep. Like, you know, you think you know everything after so many deals. Grizzled veterans can relate. And then something totally bizarre that you cannot even make up happens. So you have to resist analysis paralysis and thinking that you've got to go to this many coaching calls or you've got to go to that many role plays or you have to have 10 accountability partners or you have to read and reread everything. Just get into action. Your job is to learn while you earn. Our job is to educate you, motivate you, and get you into action.
0: And by the way, the coaching program, Premier Coaching, We are constantly... Frankly, it's Julie and her team are constantly... I really have nothing to do with it, fortunately... Updating all of the content. We'll change the scripts. And I'll just give you guys an example. Our scripts, all of them used to be a lot longer... And as things have evolved, this is, again, prepared nerdy fact, but as languages in general evolve, they actually have a tendency to lose words. If you guys don't believe get me... get more and more succinct. They get more succinct, right. So a good writing nowadays is measured by the fewest number of words you've used to make a point but good writing back and say the 1800s was a lot of flowery words. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think most of you guys have maybe watched old movies and you realize that even uh, movies from like the sixties and the seventies, it just long stream of really complicated words. And, you know, maybe people were smarter back then, but in a way I think shorter, more succinct is a more effective way to communicate. Well, guess what? We've had to make our scripts shorter and True. more succinct. We've had to make our presentations shorter and more succinct. We've had to evolve and we always evolve the coaching program. So when you guys are in, enrolling in Premier Coaching. You're enrolling in a state-of-the-art program that's always being updated. But what we don't remove is the essence of what makes it so successful in all market conditions and all price ranges for all people of different experience levels. We know many of you are coming to real estate or coming to us as coaching clients and you don't have a sales background. Many of you, I would say a vast majority of you, have been in real estate for a long time but have never been in real estate during a transitioning, let alone a buyer's market. I know for a fact that 74% on Almost 76% actually, depending on which survey result uh, I, I read from us, is you guys have only been in the business for like 10 years or less. That's a vast majority of you have never been in the business during transitioning, let alone a buyer's market. So here's what I'm telling you. Everything, and I've had these calls with you guys, so you know what I'm talking about. And I'm, I'm picturing the faces and the, hearing the voices in my head from all the calls like this I've had. I'm on a lot of Zooms and podcasts, and this is a very popular topic because uh, there was a Uh, process that a lot of agents have been going through over the last I would say two years but really last maybe six months that has been um, interesting for me to watch and that's where people think that their skill set that they used in the seller's market or really this past I don't even know if it's a seller's market was something completely different way beyond the word seller's market that downplays how much hypermarket exactly well yeah so that skill set I'm air quoting that because there wasn't a lot of skills necessary in that past market Uh, are not going to work in this new market and it's fascinating over this relatively short period of time where a lot of people have really struggled and been in denial that they have to hit hard reset and go back to school and relearn how to basically sell real estate, or frankly, not even relearn, they have to actually learn how to sell real estate. They have to learn how to have meaningful conversations with sellers. They have to learn how to get price reductions. If you guys don't believe me, here's the simplest way to test what I'm saying and validate what I'm saying is true. Go to your MLS, look to see how many expired listings there are, and I could pretty much guarantee you 99% of all those listings that are expiring are expiring on the listing agents who were also their buyers agents, and probably ninety nine percent of those sellers who are selling now bought those houses after say two thousand and nine. Why am I telling you all this? You're dealing with an inexperienced agent from from the market's perspective, and inexperienced sellers from the market's perspective. So you got it. Remember this long rickety ass bridge I'm talking about? This is what this is. This these are the you know these are the. Uh, The uh what would you call it? Legs we have to all be Mm -hmm. crossing the bridge together. You're dealing with a market full of inexperienced agents, and for a while you were dealing with a market full of inexperienced agents that were in denial that they're inexperienced. Along
1: with the sellers who were aspirationally priced. And now
0: you guys, a lot of you guys are getting you're realizing that you're uh you're consciously incompetent, right? And you're realizing there's a lot you need to learn. Uh, But your sellers, they're still in denial.
1: (laughs) Well, that's that's the tough part about the transition. And so fortunately, all of our Harris certified coaches have been through a multitude of different types of markets, hot sellers market, balanced market, buyers market, doesn't matter. And they are fluid. So the questions that they're getting, that we're getting, you guys email and text and Instagram us, are very different than they were six months ago, right? So we didn't, for a long time, have anybody asked you about a price reduction script? We didn't have much where you guys felt like it was that hard to get full price or higher.
0: This is my favorite one. And again, I've had this one all the time. Um, uh, Tim, I don't know how quite to say this, but I've got a listing. It's been on the market for um, you know three days. Three days. What do, three, do I do? It what hasn't do? sold. Should I reduce it? it should I reduce it? And how it, do I talk to the seller? Exactly. And then I ask these questions. Why is the seller selling? Well, I don't know. I don't know. What's the seller owe? I, I, I don't know. How long is your listing contract? 90 days. Okay. Well, those are three, you know, huge mistakes you've already made. So we're going to have a hard time on this bell. Listing contracts need to be for at least six months and frankly, even longer. Um, you always have to know what the seller's, uh, motivation is. You have to know what the seller's motivation is. It is perhaps the most important thing.
1: Seller's net sheet, kind of important.
0: Right. You want to know what the seller's netting. You got to know all that or you can't do your job. Imagine walking into a doctor's office, And the doctor not making you, I mean, think of all the crap all you guys have to do before you can even see the doctor for 36 seconds where he gives you a Band-Aid for your bruise, right? I mean, you have to fill out paperwork for the insurance company, paperwork for all your previous whatever. They weigh you. They weigh, right? Take your, all that. And then the doctor comes in, reviews this, you know, the paperwork you just filled out. And then also basically will ask you similar questions again and then solve your problem. You. But what, what you guys have, you guys have never learned how to do the work part of real estate for the most part, because there's been so much FOMO, fear of missing out in the market. Buyers would buy without you. You just, were are smart enough to put yourself in between them and the, you know, the seller. Uh, sellers were going to sell without you. That's in a market like what we're entering out of, what, what frankly we've left. Uh, it was abusive to agents.
1: It was. It, it well, was it was nasty. That. It was. We that. that was it was difficult in its own ways.
0: But if you have to choose, and many of you won't agree with me now, but you will in a year, especially if you become premier coaching clients, if you have to choose between a really crazy hot seller's market and a, and a market like what we're in, let alone the one we're going into, you're going to want to be in the one that we're in now, and let alone going into. And I'll give you all the obvious reasons why. Sellers are more cooperative because they know you uh, they the need you. The motivated ones are. The motivated ones. And that's assuming you have the skill set. By the way, commissions are going to go up. By the way, it's going to finally give you an opportunity to become a listing agent and build your listing inventory. And isn't that ultimately the reason you got into real estate? You're going to have to pay less in referral fees, not more in referral fees. And I think this is also an attribute to this new market. You're going to be inundated with fewer shiny objects because many of the shiny object companies are being eviscerated right now because agents aren't able to buy let another, yet another buyer lead mm-hmm. for 37%, right? All of that is going away which is going to leave agents that have the right mindset and skill set to dominate the marketplace. That should be you in every one of your markets. And of course... Premier Coaching is your solution. We encourage all of you guys to join Premier Coaching. It is 100% free for you to join. 100% no obligation for you to join now. Just text the word Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. If you're outside of the continental United States or just prefer not to text for whatever reason, you can just go to PremierCoaching.com. Remember, text the word Premier, P-R-E-M-I-E-R to 47372 or just go to PremierCoaching.com. And you can join. It takes, you know, 22 seconds, 24 seconds to join. You just have to go and, you know, name rank and serial number. And then depending on what time of day you join, what time is the daily semi-private coaching call? Noon
1: Eastern every weekday.
0: Right. And if you missed it, don't worry about it. You can go back and listen to the replay. And so you can be on a live coaching call with one of our Harris certified coaches Every single workday, you get immediate access to probably really too much stuff in the first level. Mm -hmm. Um, But the first thing we want you to complete and do this urgently is the real estate treasure map. That's your fill in the blank personal and business plan. That is going to get your head screwed on straight. That is going to give you a sense of direction. And then attend your daily semi-private coaching call every single day. Even if you don't have a question, somebody's going to ask a question and you're going to hear an answer and then a day later, two weeks later, you're going to have actually discovered you had that same question too. Someone's going to ask a question about a listing or some, you know, complicated problem that they have. The coach is going to answer it. You're not going to think it's relevant to you and then you're later going to discover it's relevant to you. That is called you being smart. That is called you being prepared for the market that's going to come. And I'll tell you, this is definitely happening right now. It happens every time there's a market transition. This is arguably Julie and I's fourth in our careers. Yes, we've been doing this a long damn time. Um, What we're seeing is different markets adjust in different ways at different rates, Mm -hmm. right? So we're seeing, for example, well, you're the one that's more in the front lines than me.
1: Well, even within somebody's home market in different price ranges, different neighborhoods, parts of town, it can, it can change. So unlike the super hot sellers market that, that we have now pulled away from, where pretty much the whole country and even Canada moved very similarly, right? Well, in the United States. In though. the United States, you know, ev- everybody's getting multiple offers. That all happened exactly the same for everyone. Not now. Now you have markets where, yeah, you're still, I mean, I had some coaching calls last week where they were still getting multiple offers. Now it wasn't 12 multiple offers markets. So markets give us some examples. Uh, let's see the less expensive in the middle of the country. I would say like Columbia, Missouri, uh, Indianapolis is getting some of that. Orlando and these are all I would say everything I heard was uh, I would say maybe 450 or less because that's first time buyers and investors both going after the same property.
0: Right. So what, assuming it's priced right. We're seeing adjustments. Now here's the interesting thing too. Back in 07 08 09, markets that got slaughtered by the housing crash, Miami and other markets, they're doing great right now. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting, the market it, it's fascinating from, you know, our perspective because we've been doing this for so long to see how the market's reacting differently now. Because most of America has 50%... Unless they bought in the first six months of this year, most of America has 50% equity.
1: Well, the average price reduction is only like eleven grand or something like that.
0: Exactly. Okay,
1: so some of those conversations are, all right, so we've been on the market a couple of weekends. We've had some open houses. We're not really working with anything. What do we do? A little adjustment usually does the trick. But back to Columbia, Missouri for a second. It is possible that, for example, Larissa's market... She had multiple offers on that lower end stuff. But meanwhile, she has a few listings that are over 500, which are not hardly even getting any showings. That can happen in the same town. That's why you've got to be a lot more careful now.
0: And then we have clients in LA that are selling $5 million, $10 million properties. Those properties are sitting on the market, no big surprise. Down in Miami, sitting on the market, no big surprise. Mm -hmm. There are certain uh, markets that were up in around uh, New York City. I'm thinking of you know Greenwich and all those others that were doing, they're absolutely kicking ass because of COVID. COVID. And now guess what? Those markets are starting to slow down a lot.
1: Well, that's a trend I see too, is there, I heard a lot this week, of people breaking up with their COVID-era VRBO properties, right. Because you know they're not renting like they used to, or it's not in the area that they thought it was, or the upkeep is too much. It's leasing the way it is. It's got more competition. Well, every and that's, that's some listings right now.
0: Every mom and pop investor on social is telling uh, people how to buy VRBOs. That oh yeah. Is, VRBOs has become the new fix and flip, basically. Agreed. And so, in most markets, it's oversaturated with the too many VRBOs. For sure. But there was an amazingly uh, interesting bit of uh, contrary and good news about housing yesterday. Do you yes, remember? Yes,
1: that's right. Though that was it the one I was telling you about the podcast I listened to?
0: No, I'm uh, talking about the fact that the, the uh, uh, no the the loan limits.
1: Oh yes, this is strange but true. Uh, I believe FHA VA the the jumbo loan limits are being raised. In most markets to a million. I think it was a million two, wasn't Maybe it? Maybe it was a million two was the high end. In the most expensive and markets. In the most expensive markets. And even in like normal markets, non resort, non coastal, I believe they raised it from six fifty to seven thirty, something like that. Right. So why would they do that and what does that mean? Well, those loans typically have lower interest rates, they have more uh, advantageous ratios and things like that. The
0: average rate on a jumbo through Fannie Freddie and it's batshit crazy to say <laughs> Fannie Freddie is doing loans for a million dollars, okay? Right. Any of one that's been in the business for more than 10 years knows what I'm talking crazy. about. Crazy. I mean, you only took your low-end buyers to the government, uh, you know, lenders, essentially the lenders doing government loans. That's where all your- Because they were more lenient. Yeah. That's where all your, frankly, people with uh, dodgy credit went or your first-time buyers. Low-down payments. uh, Yeah, exactly. So those were, yeah. Now, no. Now you're going to basically be going to your local loan officer and he's going to be putting your borrower in a Fannie Mae mortgage. And the Fannie Mae mortgage, I think the number was 1.2 million, Mm -hmm. but the average interest rate was only 6.7%. Yeah, I know. I mean that's crazy to get a million dollar mortgage backed by the government for less than 7%. Right. What the hell are people bitching about honestly? I know. That's, I, and
1: and that's yeah, it's crazy the deal. And meanwhile, what I was referring to earlier is that we've had 4 weeks in a row where mortgage applications have started to climb again.
0: Well, here making the whole point. Yeah. If arguably if the inflation rate is eight and a half, nine percent, whatever you guys, you know, whatever you want to believe, and you can get a mortgage at less than seven percent. You're, are you, that's are a you, win. Are you realizing that the inflation on the property year over year will more than cover the cost of owning the property? Do the math on this. Unless there's an onerous condo fee or an association fee, the home is you guys do appreciate, so I will say appreciate. The home will appreciate more than the cost of the PITI in most cases. That's crazy.
1: It is. It is. (laughs) If you personally haven't bought yet, or maybe you want to buy more, uh, but really that's an objection handler for people waiting.
0: And there was a lot of good news yesterday about uh, the GDP. There was, I think uh, the gross domestic product was over 3% in the last quarter. Uh, The other thing was kind of cool is it does seem like, even though we don't believe this is anything other than a temporary reprieve, it does appear like interest rates, mortgage rates in particular, will be going down into the spring. Um, and this is all going to lead to what we believe will be an extraordinary first six months of next year. Agreed. The best way for you to leverage that opportunity is stack your listings. Don't just, don't throw yourself back into the Cuisinart and basically think you're going to, you know, buy buyer leads. The greatest pain points in the marketplace right now are people, individual agents, teams and brokers have built their businesses based on the realities of the past market, where a lot of their ways of attracting agents to be part of their teams and brokerages and whatnot was by giving them buyer leads. And now guess what's happened? The buyer leads have become too expensive. The buyer leads have become less motivated and thus you're now going to lose Mountains of cash because you are still feeling obligated to feed all these buyers agents. Realize the it, the problem is not your inability to uh, be a successful business person. The challenge is the rules have been changed. The rules have changed. They're not changing back to be successful. And so you can still have your team. You can still have your brokerage. You just need to adjust to the new realities of being successful as being a team leader or running a brokerage. And by the way. Another nice side benefit of the new realities is you're going to make more net profit because this is going to give you an opportunity to really take a hard look at, frankly, your P&L on the buyer agent side of the transaction. I'm getting off into the weeds right now. If you guys want to talk more about that or, frankly, talk to Julie and I about joining our eXp Realty group, and you know this is what I spend most of my days doing is talking to individual agents, brokers, and teams about moving over with Julie and I at eXp Realty, I'd be more than happy to have a very in-depth conversation with you. And a lot of you need um, someone to talk to that is going to be a neutral position that's not going to make you, frankly, it's going to help you realize that if you're experiencing some hardship right now, it's just temporary. And then frankly, after our conversation, I'm sure you're going to feel like you have a very clear path forward. If you're a broker or if you're a team or even an individual agent and you're looking to upgrade your brokerage situation, we would love the right to earn, um, frankly, the honor of being your sponsors of the eXp Realty. You could just text me directly at 512-758-0206. In the meantime, guys, we appreciate you. We love you. Thank you for keeping this the number one listen to daily podcast for real estate professionals in the United States. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow.